Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. <laughs> Oh, baby, it's a Wednesday morning, not a Monday night. You are looking live at a sold-out Giants stadium. And today, the football Giants, led by that guy, him, number 11, Phil Sim, set to take on Ron Jaworski, the Polish rifle, and the Philadelphia Eagle. Monday night football, right here on Channel 7, WABC. I'm not sure why we're playing football music. I know Wait, that. Wait, you mentioned that's music to my ears. Yeah, so why is this? The Polish rifle from Youngstown State. I love Youngstown next to Warren. Remember who was I talking about Youngstown and Warren with? Your very dear friend who we both thought was Jewish was listening. Bernie Kozar. He goes, he's actually coming into town because, uh, of course, he won a championship at Miami. Yes. Him and Howard Schnellenberger defeated... Turner Gill, Mike Rogier, Irving Fryer, and Nebraska. Oh, wait, wait, Mark Rogier. New yes. Jersey, New Jersey, right? He got shot in the stomach in Camden, New Jersey. Oh, oh, yeah. oh God, you make. Yeah, you're actually, he actually he won the Heisman Trophy, and he got drafted by the Pittsburgh Maulers of the USFL for three straight years. Yes, yes. The Heisman Trophy Award winner yes. went to the USFL, and New Jersey, the Generals, drafted two of those guys. Herschel Walker out of Georgia and Doug Flutie out of Boston College. And who owned the Jersey Generals? Uh, Donald Trump. But by the way, didn't he end up playing for the Toronto Argonauts in the Canadian Football League? Mark Rogier. Yes, he played there also. See, Uh, see, thank you. As did Joe Theismann. He got drafted by the Miami Dolphins. He went to Toronto instead. Then, of course, won a Super Bowl with the Redskins. Now now I got you out of being the Grinch that (laughs) stole Christmas. I had to do something to shake. Oh, my God. There's a third thing I'm adding to this. Oh, here we go. Not only is the reparations thing really grotesque, and, again, you better make sure you take care of every ethnicity, every religious group that has been persecuted over the years. Sorry. Not only am I sick about what's happening to my friend Trump in Colorado, but what is this? Another policy, which Eric Adams is good with, which Jumani Williams is good with, that they propose to the city council that is anti-cop. Wait a second. How many stops? Excuse me. You who ran a few plays for poly prep while that perv coach Phil Faglietta was pulling your chain <laughs> and then your parents rightfully decided let's get him out of there man it's like Sid is loving this coach too much no no no, no let's no. send him I to hated a, the coach. let's make him a booker boy where they don't play football cuz they won't touch pig skin it's a shanda <laughs> but anyway how dare you defy the quarterback in the huddle So when you are on the field and you're moving the ball down the field and you're getting sacked continuously, but yet you're able to get up and go back to the huddle and call another play to move that ball down the field, it is easy. That's why that term Monday morning quarterback is about. It's easy to be detached and say, why didn't you do X and X? I'm on the field. I'm getting sacked. (laughs) This This team is the offense and defensive line. We've moved the ball down the field better than any municipality in this country. 
So wow. now we, we have three <laughs> losing quarterbacks, oh right? Giants, Jets, and then City Hall. Yeah, I mean, again, this, um, well, we know what's going on in this city with the illegals and the crime and Michael Kemper. I love him running the subway, but he can't do anything about it. And again, this, how many stops? Hold on. I mean, is that not it? I know, I know you're, I, I'm trying to shake you for yeah. a second. Yeah. Let me get you back to your sports roots. You and Joe Benigno and everybody else over at the old fan that I used to listen to religiously. Did you hear what the former Steeler, Rashad Mendenhall, said? He said, hey, you white guys, how could you be commenting on football? You guys suck playing football. In fact, there should be a black bowl and a white bowl, and nobody would go to see the white bowl. They'd all come to see the brothers. So why do white guys end up commenting about what the brothers do on the gridiron? I did hear him say that. Maybe he's heard of Tom Brady, white guy who's won seven Super Bowls. It was uh, stupid. It was racist. Somehow, though, you're going to take uh, the former Steeler Mendenhall's comments and analogize that to something that Eric Adams said. Now, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You see? Because what does Eric Adams say to the press corps in City Hall? You have no right to judge me unless you walk in my skin. And you were your age. He had a black man. And actually, the white, McWhitey, whitey press corps in room night, ooh, ooh, he's bullying us. He's intimidating us. But I have a feeling you and Joe Benigno would not be intimidated <laughs> at no, all. Sid no, Rose, right? no, no, Based on all. your opening comments about somebody posting thing about your family, you were like ready to go out, break his leg and stuff I it in still his am. pocket. I still am. God forbid I find out who you are. I'm telling you, this is a threat. You post one. something about my wife, my daughter, or my son, I'm going to find speaking you. Of and your, I'm going to hurt you. Speaking of your wife, right, Danielle, she's now on my side. You are a tough Jew. There's no doubt about it, Sid. You are the new King David. And let's give props to Jerry Seinfeld, who went over to Israel. Uh, your friend Michael Rappaport, who says that me, uh, Gentiles, we don't have a right to call somebody a Jew or Jews. But he's over there, too. He's Jewish, too, you know. Yes, at a kibbutz, although he looks Irish. He's at a kibbutz. <laughs> but Jerry Seinfeld, it doesn't get bigger than him, right? I mean, it no. doesn't get bigger than He's over there in Israel. I ask you again, because you're giving him... Special privilege and coverage. Where is Mr. Hanukkah song Adam Sandler, you know, made $200 million playing the character Zohan, the greatest Israeli Defense Force member in the history of the state of Israel since 1948, who came over here to wear light loafers and become a hairstylist (laughs) and snack on a Palestinian woman. Where is he? I don't know, but I can tell you this. You mentioned Danielle a couple of moments ago, and it's gotten so bad in my house that oftentimes we'll discuss the news of the day. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but Danielle, unprovoked, brings up Curtis a lot. So the other day, we finished the last night of Hanukkah, and we finished the eighth and final candle. And I said, after we're done with the brachas, we should play Adam Sandler. Oh, no. And Danielle goes, I swear to God, listen, you know I love Sandler. She loves Howard Stern. He's on Howard all the time. She goes, but I got to tell you, Curtis has a point. Oh, no, no, please, I'm begging you. Curtis has a point. Where has he been? And so now you have contaminated everybody in my house. And now the man with the biggest tongue in existence who is proud to say, I'm not just a Jew, I'm an Israeli Jew. Oh, the great Gene Simmons. Yeah, where's he been on this, right? From Haifa. Uh, 
You're Come right. on now. You're right. Come on. Jews need to put pressure on their fellow Jews because you know what? Gentiles will say, hey, where's Adam Sandler? Where's Gene Simmons? And you're getting on my case because I got the schmata on my head, the green schmata, <laughs> yeah. and the kafia around my neck. Well, you're right, and there was bigger Jerry Seinfeld to do what he did, and it's nice to see somebody who's uh, so relevant uh, in the world today to do something like that because, to be honest, I'm getting tired. There's just so much that I can do. I'm, I mean, every day on well, this show, four hours doing do. TV there's shows. I mean, come do. on, Kurt. You're going to have the stallion, the Canadian stallion coming on, Ron Duguay, who refused to wear the helmet. And I want you to put the question to him. Why did he bogart my favorite Ranger of all time, Gump Worsley, as the face of the New York Rangers? Remember Ron Duque? Yes. He was fornicating and copulating with Cher and every drop-dead gorgeous woman well, in New York. He, he was at Studio 54, and don't forget all those Sassoon and Jordache commercials. But he refused, Ron Duque. he refused to wear the helmet because of his hair. <laughs> right. And to Peter King, you better put the question to him. Peter, because you're Mr. Republican, Democrats are a dreck. Right? Their lives. Yes. How the hell do they have a Democrat, Mazzy, running against Swaggy? She's not a Democrat. Yes, she is. No, she's not going to caucus. She's not going to caucus with the Democrats. Well, now all of a sudden exceptions. Here's Mr. Democrats, a dreck, but we're going to make a special exception for Mazzy. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. It's kind of like me with Trump. It was easy when you loved Trump and he went down the escalator to continue to love him like Bernie did. And it was easy when he went down the escalator and you hated him to continue to hate him. But I was a guy who hated him, and now he loves me desperately. Same thing here. What are you? Are are you a registered Democrat? No, but Dove Heiken. But hold on. Dove Heiken registered. Dove Heiken changed. Tulsi Gabbard changed. Mazzy hasn't changed her registration yet, but she changed. Why? Because they believe in the right values. Get out of here. Yes. You're, you are refusing to ask the question that Republicans are asking for the consigliere of the Nassau County GOP, who upon the announcement was dressed Final. all in black ask him. by a hitman. Ask, ask, ask a question. Him. Margaret Powers sent me that question. Uh, Paul King's A wife. lot. A lot a of lot. Republicans. So God. I'm going to ask Peter King that today. Here's what he's going to say. Yes. I'll tell you already. Yes. Because Mike Lawler's answered this already. So is Joe Cairo. Yes, she was a registered Democrat. She is a registered Democrat. Correct. Clearly, she has seen the light, come to the same conclusion I have, which is Democrats are low lives. She's now changed her philosophy and policy to Republican, and it's just a matter no, of where, time where, before she registers as a Republican. My, where are my hip-hugging boots here? <laughs> there is so much derision amongst Republicans over this. But let me tell you, yesterday I was in your old neck of the woods. I was at Marine Park looking at all those illegal aliens, right, who were begging on all the street corners across from King's Plaza at Walgreens going door to door. And then I said, let me stop by Mill Basin. Mill Basin. Because. My sister lives there right now as we speak. And she knows exactly what I'm talking about. As we speak, Albert and Ray Sherry are listening on South Mayfair Drive. Oh, God, please walk over to the Vatican Basin. Look at that garish house formerly owned by Anthony Gaspipe Queso. I know the house. Well, uh, the FBI, when they read you, you, you can see that house from the water, too, when Mike Sullivan takes us on his boat yeah, over the summer. It, it is the most bizarre house you've ever seen. FBI went in there looking for dead bodies, right, and breaking holes in the wall because they thought he had money there. And who comes and buys it? 
Dorothy Toronto and her two gynecologist twin sons. <laughs> and then who pretends to be Dorothy's longtime secret lover? But Carl Kruger, that crook. Meantime, he's having a love affair with one of her sons, right? I mean, it's totally gay. And he voted against the rights of gays to get married in Albany. And he has been a pariah ever since. He went seven years to jail for political corruption. They should have given him more. And now he goes out in the yard, like in the Godfather last scenes when he's (laughs) tending the garden. Carl Kruger with probably the worst rug that I've ever seen in my life on his head. I mean, is that a raccoon that died on your head, Carl? Oh, it was so good, guy. And Frank Carone lives a few blocks away. Yes, I'm he like does. ready to wave. Hey, Frank, yes. come on out and play. In fact, I'm going to be with Anthony Carone, his beautiful brother, later on tonight. By the way, at the you... Nets and Knicks game at the Barclays Perfect. Center. Perfect, because it's mostly Jews, but there are some blacks there. This is what I want you to do. Yeah. A litmus test. All right. You just say to them, Eric Adams on one side, and then you put Gomez Adams of the Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you vote for if the election were tomorrow? What was his name? Was it John Anton or, or uh, what was his name? Who again? the hell cares? The real Gomez Adams. <laughs> Do you know more people would vote for Gomez Adams than the Adams family, the patriarch, in than a for Eric Adams? In a heartbeat right now. Oh, God. No, listen, I'm down on the mayor. I mean, there's no qu- Again, I like him as a guy. He's my friend. He's a nice guy. But as a mayor... Curtis, you've completely convinced me. Well, well, he's no, no. lost. Hold on, a he second. is lost. Hold on a second. I mean, you have an opportunity yesterday to to apologize for including nine eleven as something that makes New York great, and you get mad at people like us because we brought it up. It was one of the dumbest and most hurtful comments in the history of New York politics. A little Italian lady came up to me last night. Is this in the like Bronx. a joke, like a, a Jonah? No, and a, okay, no, yeah. no, she's your, <laughs> she's your number one fan. She, she proved it to me. Anna Russo, oh. originally from Avellino, went to Dodge Vocational High School in the Bronx. Wait, what is her name? Uh, Anna Russo. And you saw her in Bay Ridge last night? No, no, not Bay Ridge. Uh, in Country Club in the Bronx. Oh, okay. She's your number one fan. She recited to me all your programs, everything you did. She went to school when she lived on Arthur Avenue. She, in the interim, she goes, I used to listen to the Italian station in New Rigel, but they closed it. So now I not only listen to Sid in the morning, I listen to the podcast, too. Oh, I love her. This is your number one fan. But she said to me. Anna Russo, right? Yeah, Anna Russo said to me, Ashbet, Wanyam, please, please. He, he likes Eric Adams. Understand this. I come from a family where oftentimes you go to court. And just before the sentencing, the judge would ask for letters, letters from friends and noted individuals in the community so that he might commute the sentence a bit. And there's no doubt, I thought immediately, the two people, when Eric Adams gets busted and goes up to the big house for political corruption like Carl Kruger did in Chains and Shackles, both you and my husband-in-law, who's raising money for his legal defense fund, David Patterson, like Ebony and Ivory, could put in two letters and say, he's really not a bad guy. We like him. He's not a bad guy. I, I maintain that, but I will tell you this. There'll be a longer line in front of me to write that letter. It won't be me because in the end, I'm not judging him by what type of guy he is. He promised to save this city, and he hasn't. I mean, to say that I'm not sure. Think about this for a second, and I hope you're listening. Think about this for a second. To say that I'm not sure whether he's better than Bill de Blasio, I'm not sure. Please. That says a lot. Don't. 
don't try to do a pivot and shift on this. You're going <laughs> to Barclays Center, right? I am tonight. Next game. Perfect focus group. Mostly Jews there because without Jews, professional basketball, both in Madison Square Garden and Barclays Center, could not survive. But a fair amount of brothers are going to be there and sisters. I want you to hold up two cards. If an election were held tomorrow, which Adams would you vote for? Eric Adams or Gomez Adams, the patriarch of the Adams family, and even the brothers would curse Eric Adams' name. What the hell is he doing with all those illegal aliens? He got in. I helped the brother get in. Man, and then he puts me to the back of the line, and I see them walking around with tar shaped bags, North Face jackets going into Floyd Benefield. That's $600, $700 a pop. Where the hell are they getting all that money from? You know from who? Us, the sucking taxpayers. So please, you got to go to Barclays Center tonight. You got to structure stuff because everybody knows you're Mr. B-Ball in New York City. King of the Jews. King David number two, but friend of the brothers. And put those plaquettes up. If the election were held tomorrow, who would you vote for? Eric Adams. Gomez Adams of the Adams family. That sets it off.